1: Welcome to our very first episode of Healthy Her. I'm Dr. Amy Brenner, and on today's very first episode, my special guest is my number one fan in business and in life, and that's my uh, husband, Kevin Cox. So welcome, Kevin.
2: Well, thank you. I'm excited to be your first guest.
1: Yeah, I thought it was appropriate to have you, uh, and I just wanted to talk today of how I even got started in integrative medicine, and I thought you would be the perfect person because you were there from the very beginning.
2: Awesome. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. So uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I've actually been a board-certified OBGYN physician for 20 years. and spent the first 11 years of my practice uh, doing traditional gynecology or OB-, OB and gynecology in a large group here in Cincinnati. Um, and uh, Kevin, if you could just explain like maybe what life was like for us as a couple and as a family um, with a OBGYN taking call, some from home, some from, some from uh, being in the hospital
2: yeah it was uh, craziness like most families uh you know we were just starting out we had young kids at home and and your schedule for lack of a better term was very demanding and so your call coverage like a lot of uh traditional uh, obstetricians was uh, 24 hours spent at the hospital so about every six days you were gone for a day And, uh, you know, there was a lot of, uh, I guess, blessings that it provided for our family, but certainly challenges as well, just from logistics. So I had to be at home holding down the fort while you're gone. But then even when you were off call, there was usually about a 24-hour recovery period of just, you know, sleep and uh, other things of trying to get your, uh, your body physically back in shape after probably just going nonstop for 24 hours. So that was our, that was our life in the early days, if you will.
1: Yeah. I mean, the good thing about it is, uh, is we're relatively young. We did that, um, you know, in our thirties. So basically from 30, 30 to 40. And uh, I would say, you know, in general, we were pretty healthy, but, uh, as I look back now, uh, I really wasn't as healthy as I thought. Um, uh, kind of a healthy breakfast for me at the time was going up the street and getting a uh, whole wheat bagel with uh, butter and uh, a coffee. And I thought that was a, a healthy breakfast.
2: Oh, exactly. Let's put the, let's put the low fat cream cheese on it and we're doing well. Right. Um, yeah. And I think we had, you know, we had energy. So maybe we mistook a little bit of uh, you know, because we were younger, uh, we had a fair amount of energy and you mistake that sometimes for healthiness. And that's not, not always the case.
1: Um, so when I found myself kind of at my late, late thirties of, you know, weight wasn't as easy to keep off like it was up until, uh, up until that point, um, I felt like I was packing on the pounds despite working out with a trainer and monitoring every morsel that I put into my body, um, You probably remember the days when, uh, you know, intimacy and sexual relations, like, I wasn't really that interested because I was tired. We had three babies. Um, And just from a health standpoint, like, I just, it really wasn't that important to me.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But not a lot different from any Challenges that uh, young families face, and you know, priorities shift, and things uh, things get out of whack kind of easily. And I would argue that it was probably amplified in your case, because not a lot of moms uh, are you know working 24 hours, six days a week without sleep, and so that's that's a tough thing to recover from. On top of just the challenges of of, of raising raising a young family.
1: Yeah. And I know you aren't in, in medi- you're not in the medical field. Um, but at the time I was, you know, taking care of myself of how I was taught to take care of my patients. And so I was taking birth control pills, uh, cause we decided that three kids was, uh, kind of what made our family complete. Um, Certainly having three little babies, somebody was always crying. And so I had the home stress, the work stress, and was taking something to help with mood. Um, Sleeping definitely was an issue. Um, Even when I what was at home and wasn't on calls. So the combination of those things just led me to a place where, you know, I was taking some medications and and I just wasn't that healthy. And I don't know if you remember the, the first conference that opened the door of what led me to this practice, but um, I went to that conference and my mom and my sister actually came with me just as tourists because the conference was located in New York City. And I came out of that conference just hearing a little bit about bioidentical hormones and weight loss. And it just opened the door for me. And uh, uh, soon after that, I rocked your world and said, I'm going to leave this practice where I'm a a partner in and I'm gonna start my own practice because I learned this aspect of medicine and I can't do it in the setting that I'm currently doing it. I'm sure you remember that conversation.
2: Oh, I I remember that conversation. I thought you were I thought I was on an episode of Punked or something. Like, are you joking me like we we're finally getting over the hump with these kids young and you know, you're, you know, from my lens, you're a, a senior partner now in a big medical practice. Like you've climbed the ladder, you put in the work and you can kind of see the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm like, surely this is just a phase or a, something. I, I'll, it, it'll, it, it too shall pass is what I was thinking at the time. So I fully remember that conversation though.
1: Yeah. And you offered to you know, I'll do more at home, I'll do the shopping, I'll do the laundry, or we'll get somebody to help. And, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. It's okay. And, and, you know, that lasted for a little while. And then uh, I think I finally said, you know, I just, I don't want to practice medicine like this anymore. Uh, There were days in the office at my old practice where I saw 50, 60, almost 70 patients in a day and I just didn't want to be the doctor of you tell me a problem and I write your prescription anymore.
2: Yeah I, I definitely knew that I think it had building been building in you for a while and we uh, I guess unfortunately uh, suffered a life-changing event in the in the the passing of of my mother and I think that the timing of that coupled with the just the the, the burning desire that you had been feeling for a while was enough to say it's time you know life is too short i want to make a a fundamental change in my personal and professional life and it's time and so um that was that was kind of the impetus that 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 pushed you over the edge there so i I remember that time fully well um so you know took a took a life-changing event to to really move in a different direction and then here we are uh on your first podcast, kind of reflecting on, on what got it all started.
1: Yeah. 10 years later. So, you know, it was kind of multifactorial of, uh, you're right. Uh, the, the final straw was, uh, when your mother met, passed away and I just realized life's too short to be unhappy in a job and work-life balance is, is really important. Uh, now the first couple years in practice in, in this current practice is, I, I kind of was like, oh, my goodness, what have I gotten into? Because I was still working a lot of hours uh, because there was so much to learn. I'm sure you remember those days of uh, I would work until five, but then come home, eat dinner with the kids and then still like work until, you know, 12, 1, 2 in the morning.
2: Oh, I, I fully remember those days. And I, you know, truth be told, I think one of the reasons why uh, and I'm again, I'm looking at this through the lens that I look at things through maybe a little bit different lens than you look through. But I uh, had started my own business back in the day, and then I was in a role with with my company where I was in charge of bringing on new businesses and starting them from the ground. And I just knew all the little things that went into launching a business completely irrespective from all the clinical aspects that you're referring to, but just how daunting it can be to, to launch a business from the ground up. And so I knew that going in and I was certainly, uh, just, just hesitant because I knew that it was hard to really convey that to you. Um, but hats off to you. I think you kind of, uh, ultimately powered through all those obstacles and, uh, you know, you're willing to do whatever it took early on to, to make sure that uh, this vision that you had became a reality
1: yeah and luckily i i did have you to help with the the business aspects of it so i could focus on the the clinical or medical aspects because i had a lot to learn i was totally shifting the way i practiced medicine now i still continued uh with traditional gynecology and uh still doing ablations and we trademarked that word my flow um for no more periods period and so that was a huge aspect of my practice but uh i decided that after i kind of helped myself of get off uh, birth control pills and and the other prescriptions i was taking is after i did that and tested my hormones and started taking um some supplements myself to get me to help with sleep and to help with stress and adrenal health Um is I look back, I'm like, I didn't even think I was, you know, quote, that messed up, end quote. And then after I helped myself um, and was, you know, feeling better in my mid 40s than I did at 30, I just realized that, you know, there's so many other women that don't know about these things and I have to do this and um so it was great to just you know feel myself again and not be this person that was you know grumpy and heavier than I wanted to be and just really didn't have any interest in you know in sex quite honestly um so I'm sure you're you're glad that we got past that part.
2: Oh, there are zero complaints <laughs> on my end about that, and I'd probably speak for uh, for most men that might be uh, partaking in the in the podcast. I, I think that's definite. And again, it's it's stage of life. A lot of it's stage of life related, but uh, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I think when you finally. Learned that, and uh, you know, found some some clinical ways to address that, and then it just becomes that uh, proverbial, you know, snowball running downhill where you're you have more energy, so now you want to take on more things, and when you take on more things, you feel better, which gives you more energy, and just a lot of things then just really came into focus, and and you started firing on all cylinders, as they say.
1: Yeah. So because it wasn't something that you and I were having problems, it was more of a a medical thing of. You know, uh, early on in our marriage, we I used oral contraceptives to um, prevent pregnancy. And then we moved to a permanent non-hormonal option. And so, you know, I, you know, we did have little kids and I was working, but there was also some medical factors that went into that. Um, and so, you know, once we got rid of the, the medical factors that were affecting things, uh, you know, it just added that aspect of our relationship that was missing, I think, because of, you know, medical factors mainly. Yeah,
2: I agree. I agree. And so that was certainly a a great um, way for me to kind of understand clinically where you were going with this venture, because, you know, I'm first of all, I'm a man and I, you know, I was looking at things through a different lens than you. So I, truth be told, I didn't quite understand the, the the realm that you were that were focusing on because uh, I knew what you did from a traditional standpoint and how you were trained and then uh, my eyes really got opened early on to not only what it did to you but then the the success you were having in treating other women and it really made me it just opened my eyes to understanding an entirely different uh, direction that you were moving
1: it, and you I remember you weren't really on board with bringing in the other services in fact Uh, From day one, we decided in our practice to offer aesthetics and Botox and fillers and chemical peels and, you know, things like that. And I think you're exact. I don't know. Do you remember what you told me when I said I was going to bring aesthetics into my practice?
2: Um, no, go ahead and refresh my memory. I'm sure. I'm sure it was less than kind. But uh, go ahead. Yeah,
1: you said, you know, why don't you just stick to what you know? And uh, why are you going to complicate things? And uh, so you were against it. And I said, you know, I just want to create a place of kind of a one stop shop where women can come for their uh, just gynecological care, for hormone therapy, for aesthetics. And it can all be under one roof. Um, but you didn't think that was a good idea? To-
2: no, I, d- I definitely didn't. So uh, how do I politely say that I certainly resisted some of these efforts. Um, I was I was late to the party most times. Um, but I'm so glad and you know, ultimately, I tell you how, how, how proud I am of you all the time. But I'm so glad that I didn't listen to you because I realized uh, in, in in short order that you certainly have a, a comprehensive understanding of what you desire, which translate into what women desire. And um, I, I, I learned after a brief period of time that I just need to get out of your way and uh, let you follow up on your vision and I'll be the person behind the scenes that helps kind of pull the business aspects together. But um Yes, I'm definitely glad that I, I finally relented. And and uh, as always, uh, you were right. How about that? I'm publicly stating that, yes. that you yes. are right.
1: <laughs> so I think that is a great ending to our first episode of podcast of women. Isn't that isn't there anything better that you wouldn't rather hear of? You were right and I was wrong. So I don't think we can have a better ending. Thanks for joining us.
2: You're welcome. So proud of you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Her. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook and the web. Go to www.dramybrenner.com to learn more. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute as medical advice, the practice of medicine, nursing or other healthcare services.